are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this deadline day, trade deadline later today, likely when you're listening to this, 2 p.m. Central. This is the day that things should get weird. It, it's actually been quiet we're, we're in the home stretch now. And look, I'm, I'm recording this at 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday night, which could be one of the more dangerous things I've ever done. So hopefully, if you're listening to this first thing in the morning, something hasn't gone down while I was sleeping. And if it does, rest assured, we'll get something up as quick as possible to cover it. I don't know if this is going to be a crazy day or not. We're really going to find out. We're just going to focus on trade deadline stuff. That's what I want to do today. We'll get to a lineup I want to look at for the team once we're past this, probably early next week that I think is worth looking at and something the Pelicans should run a whole lot more of. But yeah, it's deadline day. Let's do this in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me next week, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central, to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We did one yesterday for the trade deadline, 6 p.m. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central, we're going to be doing these. Unless there's a game, we'll reschedule if that's the case. There were like a bunch of people in there. We were just talking different things. I got to hear your takes on Lonzo Ball. We got to hear fans of other teams, including the Knicks, who are kind of interested in Eric Bledsoe. Loved it. Really cool app. Really fun way to go about doing this. Hope you join me next time. Download the app. See you Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central. So, yes, we will talk a little bit more about Lonzo Ball. I want to get to that in the second segment, though. But before I do that, I do want to mention a guy that I think the Pelicans should at least try and kick the tires on if they're looking to be buyers at the trade deadline. Now, a lot of other teams are probably looking at this guy, too, and we've seen kind of some of the issue here is maybe there aren't enough sellers and there's more buyers and it's going to make the deadline kind of weird. But one guy that I think could potentially be gotten is Malcolm Brogdon from the Indiana Pacers. And I like him on this team, I think. He's a guy I like in general, 21.6 points per game. He averages six assists per five rebounds. He shoots 40% from deep on six and a half attempts per game. All good numbers across the board, I think. And a guy that kind of fits in. And you could include Lonzo Ball in a deal, probably plus Nicolo Melli and you know some other things, maybe Nikhil Alexander-Walker in there too, to try and get a deal done. You got to make the salaries match kind of exactly. But you'd also need to include more picks. Could you do it for Lonzo Ball, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and a first, basically, as the package for Victor or for Victor Oladipo, for Mac, Malcolm Brogdon? I'd probably do that trade if I were New Orleans. I don't mind giving up one future first-round pick for a guy that I think could be really, really good. And Indiana's in a weird spot, right? Maybe on the surface it doesn't seem like they want to do this, but they act like a small market team. And they're in the 10th spot currently. They just won last night, so that's you know good good for them. That that's kind of nice, but overall they're not a particularly great team. You know they've got a new head coach in Nate Bjorkgren, but they're not really going anywhere. You know you have Sabonis there, who is a guy you could kind of make your focal point an all star. Yeah, you know they're just kind of spinning the wheels. Is it better for them just to be cheap and to try and sell things off? You know, and they've done moves like this before where maybe you just decide you want to kind of 
not worry about Brogdon, who's only got two more years left after this. And instead, you'll trade for Lonzo Ball. You'll re-sign Lonzo Ball. And at least you have him for four years. And maybe you flip him for better assets in the future when he gets a starring role on your team. And I think that's something that a small market team that acts like a small market team, which is what the Indiana Pacers do and are, really could be appealing to them. Or you flip Lonzo Ball you know, in a sign-in trade or something like that if you just want to get off of Brogdon's contract. So it's an idea that potentially could work. And Brogdon is good. You know, he is more of a combo two-guard kind of guy, not quite that pure point, similar to Eric uh, Eric So similar to Lonzo Ball. He plays good defense. He can run the offense. He can shoot the three ball really well. And his contract is reasonable. $21.7 million next year, 22.6. That might be cheaper than what Lonzo Ball's deal would become. And he's more of the known commodity. He's a guy you trust to throw into the starting lineup right now and is going to give you exactly what you need. He does a good job of getting to the rim, trying to score at the rim as well. A good enough job, I should say. He's not amazing at it, certainly, by any stretch. But gives you enough aggression. The three-point shot's there. Moves the ball well and plays defense. Just, again, kind of like a better version of Lonzo Ball. Now, Lonzo may have higher upside, but a little bit different than Malcolm Brogdon, who could step in and really contribute right away. He's 28, so he's kind of, when he's off this contract, he's in his 30s. You know, at that point, maybe you let him expire. Maybe you try and re-sign him for cheaper than that. He should be cheaper than what he is this year. I don't know. It's a move I could see happening for New Orleans and one I'd get kind of excited about. I've seen some other names thrown out there that just don't really do much for me, but a three-point shooter who's a bit of a slasher too, plays defense and moves the ball just enough. You don't need a pure point, right? Like you don't need Kyle Lowry on this Pelicans team to run your offense. You have Brandon Ingram, you have Point Zion. You want that secondary ball handler, just a bunch of secondary ball handlers kind of handling all of those duties. Brogdon fits into that. Now, I'm curious what you all have to say, and I'm sure you'll let me know on Twitter, and if it, you know things get done throughout the day. Is that a guy you'd be willing to part with a first-round pick for? Maybe even two if you had to, plus Nikhil, plus Lonzo Ball? I don't know about two first-round picks, but certainly one. I'd even consider two. I don't know. It's an intriguing idea to really shore up the backcourt and a guy that I think can help you win now, but also can help you win over the next couple of seasons as well. Something to keep in mind and keep an eye on Indiana and what they try and do, I think, potentially when it comes to the trade deadline and where they are this season. Guy that, like for a while, think would do. You can clearly see I'm trying to bring guards here to New Orleans when when I come up with these trades. So I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on Malcolm Brogdon, of course, at Twitter at Nola Jake. So we'll get into more of Lonzo Ball. And are there other suitors potentially out there lurking in the shadows who we haven't heard of yet? I gave you maybe the Miami Heat yesterday. I've got another Eastern Conference team, too, that I'll mention. And they might be able to put the best package possible for him. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Sport Trade. Have you guys heard about Sport Trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's this amazing thing. Sport Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, right? A fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. Making money with Sport Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game is compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. And then the more points scored, the higher the value goes. Two, 
Good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab the blue chip vet that's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players basically battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sporttrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sporttrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sporttrade.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On with your first deposit. That's free money. It's already like you want to bet there. Use it to make more money. So go to uh, betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So there's another team out there that I think could be a suitor for Lonzo Ball. And look, I, I do think there are a number of teams that could really be a suitor for Lonzo Ball. He fits what a lot of people want to do, which probably tells you he's not that bad of a player. I actually think he's been really good recently. Does he necessarily need, uh, does New Orleans need him? Not not really with kind of what they're looking for, but there's other teams contenders that could certainly, certainly use a guy like this. We mentioned the Miami Heat yesterday. You know, they probably need more of a primary ball handler than what Lonzo Ball gives you. And Kyle Lowry would be a good fit for them from that perspective. But the uh, another team that's really been heavily linked to Kyle Lowry for a number of reasons is the Philadelphia 76ers. And when you look at the Philadelphia 76ers this year, they're at the top of the Eastern Conference. It's looking like them or Brooklyn are likely going to come out of the East. And it's an arms race trying to keep up with the Brooklyn Nets and the three superstars that they have there. So if you're Philly, first round picks don't matter. Young players don't matter. You need guys that are going to help you win right now. And Lonzo Ball is kind of one of those guys. They don't need a pure point. They let Ben Simmons handle the ball so much. He averages 7.6 assists per game. Tobias Harris is a capable ball handler. Joel Embiid can kick it out. They've got Seth Curry who can do some work too. They don't need any of these pure points um, that have kind of like uh, present themselves. Lowry makes sense. Two-way player, right? Uh, Philly guy as well. But you could do better than that. You know, he's been injured. There's issues you worry about him. He's old. If you're the Philadelphia 76ers wanting to win now and also think about the future a little bit, maybe a guy like Lonzo Ball makes sense. And if you're New Orleans, you've got to really be looking at some of the guys they have and very interested in them. And they have two in particular that makes them, you know, probably if you're New Orleans, like the ideal trade partner. And apparently they have sniffed around just a little bit when it comes to Lonzo Ball. You have rookie this year who was the 21st overall pick out of Kentucky, Tyrese Maxey. I thought he was going to end up being a really good NBA player. He's getting off to a slow start this year, but not getting a ton of minutes and kind of doing those normal rookie struggle things. But it's at least an interesting kind of combo two guard that you could have right there. 
or maybe most importantly and most interesting enough, I think, in Alonzo Ball trade would be Matisse Thibel. He is a great disruptive defender that can that has good size at six six five at the two guard spot, but also defends on the wing. Don't really worry about him scoring. He's not a scorer, but kind of a, a Josh Hart light off the bench. He's a guy that I think could be really, really good and really, really useful for New Orleans. He's also, for his career, a capable enough three-point shooter, 34%, though he's down this year on it. But he's not getting a ton of minutes to go out and play. But he's an intriguing guy that does have some high upside. If they also throw in a first-round pick plus one of those young guys, and maybe Danny Green is an expiring contract to kind of make salary numbers work, is that a deal you would do for Lonzo Ball? Certainly, it's better than Thomas Sadoransky in two second-round picks. I don't think that Philly will go this route. I think they'd rather go with kind of the proven veteran in Kyle Lowry and Toronto, who's just on a rough stretch right now. They've lost four straight games. I think they played last night when I'm recording this. I haven't seen the score. They do. Denver, let's say they likely lose. They might have lost 10 straight games at this point. You know, when you look at it like that, it's not great numbers for them. I don't think they need a primary ball handler in Kyle Lowry, who at age 34, and you're going to have to sign and pay more money to when maybe his best days are beyond him, is a little bit scary. Lonzo Ball, you got his bird rights. You can sign him as a restricted free agent and bring him back. It's kind of your all-in move to a certain degree. I don't think he's as good of a scorer as Kyle Lowry is certainly, but there's a lot of upside there. Um, but overall, like they're, they're a very good team. I think they could kind of get away with a move like that. So overall, they should be looking at Lonzo Ball. Maybe if Kyle Lowry ends up going to the Miami Heat, they need to make that call to New Orleans really quickly. So I like that idea, and I like the idea of either... I'd rather, I'd really like to get Matisse Thibel, less so Tyrese Maxey, but Thibel would be, I think, a great pickup for New Orleans should the Philadelphia 76ers get a little bit desperate and want to add another backcourt player in Lonzo Ball. So we'll touch on Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams coming up here in a second. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by rockauto.com. Look, those chain stores are not fun to deal with when it comes to parts for your car or just anything for your car. I had a terrible experience recently where I ordered something online because I needed it that day. And when I was about to go drive to the chain store to go pick it up through that online ordering stuff, they called me, told me they didn't have it. So I ordered it from a different different store, went and got that one. And then the other place called me and told me they basically wouldn't refund me the money for the something that they that they sold me but didn't have in stock. Really awful experience. Just trying to get my money back, right? Like that kind of terrible customer service is not something anyone should have to deal with. And you don't need to worry about that when it comes to Rock Auto because it's a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Guess what? If they got something online, they have it. They're going to ship it to you. And they basically have everything online. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Because best of all, prices at Rock Auto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. And Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber, delicious tasting protein bar with 100% real chocolate on all of the bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is mint brownie versus coconut puff. It's no brainer. Mint brownie tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream, except it's healthy for you and great as a meal replacement or before or after a workout or even breakfast. It's uh, this one's as simple as it gets. The, the puff bars are cool. They're really light. They're really fluffy. They're, they're very, very different, kind of airy in a very good way. I have churro puffs coming in that I cannot wait to try. But mint brownie is just as solid as they come of a flavor. That's in the next box that I'm going to be ordering. Also, I tried the um, raspberry cheesecake flavor that they just came out with. You'd have no idea you're eating a protein bar. They're that good. It really does truly taste like a candy bar. I can see people eating these things as like snacks. They're that good. So if you want to vote on this matchup or order your Built Bars, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Tomorrow, join us for a live NBA tread deadline show on the Locked On NBA podcast. It's going to be on Twitch. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Facebook. You won't be able to miss it between 12 and 4 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have a number of the different hosts on there, and you're going to get live reactions from all of our local experts, all of the hosts when a trade goes down. You're going to see them on there. So if you want to kind of get the boots on the ground feel for what just went down in a deal, make sure you check this out. It's worth having up in the background all day long. You're not going to do work anyway. You're busy watching the trade deadline stuff on Twitter. Now, get it live in person. Get instant reaction to there. You will also, I promise you, see me on there, likely between the time of 1230 Central to 130 Central, somewhere in there. I think you're going to see me at least once and maybe a little bit later also on that show. So make sure you follow it. Um, go check it out. It's at Pods on Twitter. Definitely worth a follow. Going to have a lot of stuff on there the next couple of days with all of the reactions to what could be a really crazy trade deadline. All right, a couple more things as we wrap up today's show. And please, as I'm recording this, don't let something happen overnight while I'm asleep. And then the show is just so dated in the morning when I wake up. I'm like, oh, crap, got to do something. But may might be the case. So I don't think you're going to see anything happen with Eric Bledsoe or Steven Adams. Bledsoe has just played so poorly that it's just, you'd probably have to attach a first round pick just to get off of his salary. I don't think the Pelicans should do that. I don't think they really want to do that either. I don't expect anything to happen. And I just hope he kind of gets benched for the remaining part of the regular season. I've seen Adam's name thrown in rumors and all of that. I don't really buy into that. You know, one, unless it was in a deal, you know, as a way to make something else happen, then maybe I could see it. But if it's not, and you're just trying to get off his salary, you know, David Griffin's going to look like a fool, makes that a bad signing right off the bat. I don't think they're willing to admit that just yet, just based on the optics of it. I don't really see anything happening with, with that. I also don't think he's been bad for this team whatsoever either. So that, I think, is just going to end up being fine. They can figure that out later down the line. So don't really expect much when it comes to those two, but certainly moving on from Eric Bledsoe in some sort of deal would be... I think a really great thing for, for, for New Orleans just to open up minutes for guys who have straight up out played him. So I just said in the last segment, I do think Kyle Lowry maybe is the first domino that needs to fall for some of the stuff when it comes to Lonzo Ball and to open things up a little bit more, maybe kind of create a bit of a desperate team there. And no, I don't think any sort of deal with Lonzo Ball going to Toronto 
or um, Kyle Lowry coming here really makes any sense for New Orleans. And I don't think is the route that they are going to go either in this sort of thing. Other things to keep an eye on. Dallas could be an option for Lonzo Ball, could be an option for J.J. Redick. You'd maybe like to get Max Kleba back. Could you somehow include something to get Kristaps Porzingis coming back as a real buy low candidate? And at one point it was looking real low for him, but I do think that, that has, his value has kind of gone up a little bit more. So we're going to see how this goes. You know, I, I don't, th- if, if you were to ask me for predictions, I think Lonzo Ball stays as like this second when I'm recording this, it's 9.04 PM. I think Lonzo Ball stays. I don't, I, I don't really think the Pelicans do much of anything. I do ultimately think JJ Reddick's going to get bought out. I just don't think there's much of a market for him. And you know what? He's not here long term. Just just let him go. Cut bait. No big deal. So I think it's going to end up being a quiet trade deadline for New Orleans. I think it could also be a pretty quiet trade deadline overall, but we'll see. Usually we've seen some more stuff by now because now we're under 24 hours to go. What we got like, not, not 12. I'm doing the math in my head, which I'm not great at. We got like 15 hours, 16 hours to go from when I'm recording this. We'll see. I'm kind of... The excited to see what could happen. I just don't think it's going to be very big here in New Orleans. And you know what? I think that's fine. But we've been surprised before. We were surprised with Boogie. Maybe we'll be surprised again. We've been surprised with Miritich too. Pelicans, you know, in a different regime, different era. Certainly not necessarily a quiet team during all of this. So it could be a pretty eventful day. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Nola Jake for it all. We'll do a live locker room if something happens too, just to get the instant reaction out. You'll see videos of it too. Again, go follow that Twitter handle at LockedOnNBAPods. It's going to be instant video reaction constantly. We'll have the live show up. we get you covered on everything you want when it comes to the NBA trade deadline. So it should be a lot of fun. And that's where we're going to end today's show. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. Back with you all tomorrow. Preview the weekend. Oh, yeah. And to recap, you know, potentially crazy trade deadline.